morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. <laughs> yeah, having a rough week. A little bit, but it's going to get better. I'm going into work tomorrow, so that'll help me reset my schedule a little bit. Yes, yes. Let's talk about it because you weren't on last week and we missed you. Yeah, I had I had COVID. <laughs> you got the Rona. Was that your first time getting it? Yeah, first time in three years. So I mean, I had a good run. Damn. Your luck ran out. I know. How was, how was your COVID experience? It honestly wasn't so bad. I thought it was a cold. Um, and then it was not a cold. So then I isolated. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you feeling better now? Yeah, yeah, I'm all good. Good, good. So how did that affect like your wellness this week? Because like when we get sick, it's like. I don't know. I feel like it's always such a mind fuck because in your mind, you're like, I should still be doing all the things, but like, really, you need to be like giving yourself some grace and allowing yourself to heal and recover. So how was it for you? It was pretty good, um, especially because I wasn't the one I with my parents. So my mom was making my meals. Nice. So there wasn't any like leftovers, extras. It was like what she gives me is what I eat. And I didn't have that. Like I didn't I'd lose my appetite, but I wasn't super hungry either. So I was eating a little less. Um, but other than that, like, I think the real thing has been coming back from being sick and, like, being out again. Yeah. I'm, like, want to eat everything. And I'm, like, I need to not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that definitely can happen, too, right? That, like, overcorrection afterwards. You feel like you have to, like, make up. Yeah. For some of the things you might have missed out on. So how are you dealing with that? Um. Well, I'm trying to, like, just make things at home it's like I keep although it's like yesterday I got Indian food delivered but then today I'm like no if I want Indian food I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna get the stuff to make it so like today I want an Italian so I'm gonna make spaghetti meatballs for dinner nice instead of ordering it in um so yeah I'm just trying to get ahead of all of that and just if I'm really craving something just making it on my own and then not letting the short-term cravings take over because I'm the type of person, like, I'll think I want something and I'm like, okay, I need it right now. Mm-hmm. But then the next day, if I don't have it, I'll be like, oh, I think I didn't really need that. So <laughs> I need to get better about, like, really letting, really letting my brain take over and not, like, my stomach and being like, I want to eat this right now. I don't know. Yeah, it's that, like, that instant gratification, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and for those of us who struggle with eating issues or disordered eating um like I know for me when I struggled the most with binging it was like just searching for that very brief 
like serotonin boost that you get from like having the food that you're craving right yeah um but it like it lasts what a minute (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then it's like okay cool like so I think that piece of like learning how to satisfy your cravings in like a healthier way or like maybe make like you said making things yourself like obviously that's good for your wellness journey but it's also good for like your budget and your pocketbook yeah um which I always like to preach is such a big piece of wellness too right like not frivolously spending on food but man that's where Mm -hmm. most of us spend a lot of our money I feel Mm -hmm. like yeah I mean I definitely do I spend the most of my money on food and I'm trying to get better about that like and I think sometimes it annoys me because like I love to shop at Aldi but there'll be certain things that I need that I can't get there like not like important things super important but like the other day I needed um pancetta and they Mm. didn't have any so then I went to a different store, but then I ended up buying a bunch of stuff at that different store. And I'm like, so then I, I shot at both places. And I'm like, I can't live like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aldi definitely does not have everything all the time. I also feel like just in general with grocery stores, like shit is always out of stock. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, what was I? Lo- oh, chicken breasts. Freaking frozen bags of chicken breasts. Like, again, are just like seem super scarce so that can be a little frustrating having to go to multiple stores and then like you said like you're buying things from multiple stores and comes up to the same price as door dashing something yeah that's like my other thing although to be honest like when I door dash I usually don't have leftovers I know yesterday I did and I just had Indian food for breakfast (laughs) but like a lot of times I don't have leftovers then it's like just one meal and I'm like what the heck like I can't spend $40 on one meal when it really costs $20 in reality. Like, that, I could just go get it. Yeah. Be lazy. Right? I know. You know what I did on Friday night? I um looked at the crumble menu. Ugh. And I was like, oh, God, their flavors are so good this week. But I'm too lazy to actually get in my car and, like, drive there, which is all of, like, 10 minutes from my house (laughs) I ordered it for delivery and it was like $25 for four cookies and I was like that's fucking ridiculous (laughs) but they were delicious and I did share them so you know yeah (laughs) yeah it is what it is move let's move on (laughs) yeah um so I know you mentioned this week um that you've maintained your weight loss so far yeah you know through being sick which is such like a huge win so congratulations thank you because I feel like those are the the wins that might seem really small when you're on a weight loss journey but they're so important because like yes losing weight is like fascinating for other people to watch and exciting and exciting to be a part of and and be like achieving but I think people like lose sight of how important it is to like maintain the weight that you've already lost mm-hmm. and I know it's not like as like thrilling and um does it I don't know like I feel like people get bored with maintenance like you know other people maintaining but like or or even within your own journey like oh I've, I'm still just maintaining what I've already lost but that's like such a huge piece of like having overall success yeah so where are you at with that? Like, do you feel good about it? Yeah, I feel good about it. Um, 
I'm trying to do more of that instead of like some kind of person I like and I know it's common for what you rate to go up just a little bit like within a week like within a couple of days just like kind of like going up and down but I'm someone who seems to like I guess like I'll lose weight and I'll be like oh yeah and I'll kind of celebrate <laughs> oh and then totally I'll like and then I'll gain it a little bit back and I'm like oh so I need to work on that that's one of my big things is like really sticking I'm trying to get better about sticking to my plan and not like going on like drinking to excess and like all this kind of stuff so I'm trying to get better about like all of this all the extras that come with um not just food but that come with weight loss like in taking calories for like drinking and going out for dinners for socializing and like trying to minimize the effects of that kind of stuff yeah, for sure. Have you thought about like different, like a non-food type celebrations? Because I don't think there's anything wrong with like celebrating your wins, right? Through your weight loss journey. But I know for me, like I really had to learn to have like non-food related celebrations, mm-hmm. you know, like even just for like birthdays and stuff like that too. Like not that you can't still celebrate with food, but I think especially in like the beginning parts of your journey, it's important to find those like non-food related victories. Yeah. Um, I, my other thing is like, I'm also trying to spend less money. So like in my head, I'm like, oh, I can buy something. Yeah. But then I'm like, I don't, I mean, I want to buy something, but I shouldn't buy something. So if anyone has ideas on <laughs> good ways to celebrate that don't include money or food, Yes, I'm all ears. I love that. And now on the new um, podcasting for, or no, it's Spotify for podcasters. Um, It's no longer Anchor. Mm -hmm. Um, But now they have like interactive polls that we can post and like question boxes along with the episode. So I'm going to go ahead and put one in the description here on this episode and you can drop different like non-food related and non-money related um, ways to celebrate your victories through your wellness and weight loss journey. I love that. We can share them next week. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I know like, yeah, like literally everything costs money. (laughs) So I hate even leaving my house because I'm like, all right, if I leave my house, I'm definitely gonna spend at least $100 today. Um, So yeah, having those like I don't know, ways that you can celebrate yourself, even if it's just like giving yourself a manicure at home or I don't know. I can't think of any more. <laughs> yeah, I have to, I might have to, I like my mom is good at those kind of things. So I'll have to ask her about that too. Yeah. <clears throat> so you mentioned drinking. Did you try the um, like vodka soda Mio trick? I didn't. I totally forgot about it. Although I was doing, I was doing pickleback shots and like, I feel like that's, well, liquor of course is like the quickest way to get there. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I was doing, and like pickle juice has like no calories. So I was like doing that. Okay. Okay. Um, and it, they're pretty good, honestly. I mean, I bet I like pickle juice. So, and I was trying it with pepperoncini juice because I ran out of pickle juice. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I decided that I think I'm going to stop drinking with the intent of getting drunk. Because I am someone who gets really sad after I drink, like, the next day. Mm, yes. Because, like, mm. it's not like I'm even doing anything bad. But I just have such anxiety about, like, what did I – like, even if I remember what I did, I'm still like, what if I did something that I don't remember? <laughs> this anxiety is a play, like, at play, too. Like, just, like, feeling like I don't have complete control and I don't like that. So I've decided after 
how many years of drinking, five years of drinking. <laughs> I'm just done with that. And I'm just going to drink casually and have maybe even like, I don't want to get drunk is the thing. I just, I can get tipsy. I'm just like feeling it a little bit, but I think I'm done yeah. with getting drunk because I just do not like the way it makes me feel. Also, it is poison. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. And like with the next day, like I get that so bad, the emotional hangover. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's even more so if you're someone who struggles with like depression or anxiety or those different like um like chemical imbalances in our brains because the way that alcohol reacts with our brain and our emotional systems like I'm the same way like the day after drinking like even if I didn't drink that much if I'm even hungover there's a piece of that hangover it's not even like the physical hangover it's the emotional hangover like I just feel so sad and just like depressed like I could literally just like cry all day especially if I'm super hungover it just like depletes you of all your joy. But I mean, alcohol is a depressant. So mm-hmm. that like when you're like drinking heavy like that, um, can really have an effect on your mentola. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I get that for sure. But I'm the same way. I hate being super fucked up. Like it's rare for me because I just I don't know. I'm too much of a control freak. <laughs> Yeah, like, I just don't enjoy, I don't know, like, at the time, I really enjoyed just, like, being, like, crazy and, like, doing, I don't know, like, saying whatever and whatever. I'm not, like, the thing is, I want to emphasize that nothing bad has ever happened when I was really drunk, but I just always am afraid that something will happen, like, after the fact, I guess, which is weird, like, to be afraid after the fact. Because <laughs> it already happened. I know. So, like, <laughs> like, I can't change it now. But, like, um, it's just, like, this weird anxiety of being, like, what if I said something, I would upset someone and I don't know, or like, even if I wasn't talking to anyone, I could just be, and that's, I'm not really drunk alone, but like, if I was drunk alone, I'm like, what if, I don't know. It's just so many things, like factors, and I'm like, this is too stressful for me. Yeah. So it's not you, worth it. So did you like go out with friends, or were you like out on a date, or? No, so I was actually um, at home, and I had my brother-in-law and sister over, and we were hanging out, and then I FaceTimed a friend, Um. And then I threw up all over my shower. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> been there. That's the only reason I'm laughing. Because, like, I'm but sure like, many of us have been there. Yeah. But it was, like, um, like, it wasn't so bad. But I just think, like, I realized that I don't enjoy the, like, loss of control. Yeah. I, for a long time, I did. And now I'm kind of like, getting to the point where I'm like, yeah, I don't like that. Oh, so, gross. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, and I think it'll, it'll still be fun to, like, drink when I'm out with friends. Like, I still don't like, but I don't want to be drunk or, like, I've never been someone to blackout anyway, but, like, I don't want to get there. I'm not, that's not my, that's, that does not sound fun to me at all. People be like, oh, yeah, I blacked out. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, um... Ooh, that sounds so scary. So yeah, it's like I remember. I'm the type of person who I remember like everything I do. Sometimes I'll have like small things that I don't remember. Like I'm pretty sure I fell and I have a bruise in my knee, and I'm like, but I was in my house still. So like I'm like, what was I doing? But I was probably trying to. I was probably slipping in the shower out my vomit. Oh my gosh. But um, (laughs) I don't think it's actually what happened. But like I really, I remember everything else. Like where did I get this bruise? I must have hit something. I don't even know. But anyway. I don't remember know. everything I'm, else but the bruise. Yeah, I have. I'm constantly covered in bruises, so I never know where they come from. 
Yeah, like, and I'm, a, I'm that type of person too, but like, I don't know. I feel like when I'm drunk, I'm so dramatic that I would be like, ow. So I'm like, how did I not? <laughs> <laughs> like, how did I not make this into a really big deal? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I feel like I'm the opposite when I drink. I just like give zero fucks. <laughs> No, I'm so dramatic. I'm always like, ah, oh, do you, ah. are you, do, you are, do you cry when you drink? No, I actually don't. But I'm just like very emotional. Like, and I'm okay. like, I love you so much. I'll be like a girl I'm at in the bathroom. And I'm like, we're best friends for life. <laughs> uh, that's the favorite. That's like my favorite thing, though, about like going out, <laughs> like the bathroom moments. Yes. With so other fun. women. It's just like, yes, I love it. It's so fun. I feel like I'm just, I'm just like fully in my like embracing, like my full femininity era and like also loving and appreciating other uh, feminine energies and like just, I don't know, something so powerful about, about like when women come together, Mm -hmm. like even in a fucking bathroom, drunk as shit, we are powerful (laughs) as fuck. Yeah. So I know um, last time we talked about like dating and stuff, you said that you were really just like focusing on like your friends that you have in your life. Um, And like, I've been thinking a lot about that. And I just like, I I don't know. I just really love that mentality because I'm like freshly single and well, not, I guess, technically yet, but I'm separated and single. Um, And like, there can be a lot of pressure to be like, just like dating nonstop. And, like, meeting people and hooking up and, like, doing all these things. Yeah, I am talking to one guy right now. I'm trying to push back our meetup. I was supposed to meet tonight. And I'm just feeling so, like, weird that I'm, like, I don't think that I want to meet up. I don't think this is my best foot to put forward. Yeah. Um, So I'm trying to ask him if we can reschedule. I think he mentioned being off work tomorrow. So I wanted to see if maybe we could break tomorrow. But... I just need to be in a different time. I can't do today. I was like, this is, I woke up from the wrong side of the bed. They're not like angry, but just like, I feel like, I just feel weird. Like I didn't drink last night or anything. Like, I didn't take an edible. So like, the fact that I feel this weird is very odd, but I'm like, I'm just gonna try to veg out. I'm gonna have my sister and my nieces over. Okay. I'm gonna make ice cream with them, with my ninja creamy. <laughs> um, although it won't be ready, of course for them to try but um maybe they can come over i can bring it over to their house or something afterwards um after it sits in the freezer but yeah so i'm gonna try to like just keep it chill today i'm gonna be cooking dinner but that's something i enjoy so yeah um but yeah i just feel so weird today and i'm like i can't put my finger on what's going on i was really my feelings yesterday though so that could be part of it like i was just like not feeling good my parents are on a cruise actually (laughs) so i'm like um, just, like, I'm not alone, so I keep having people over, but, like, it's just been a weird, like, um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I feel like I miss them a lot, which is weird, because, like, when they go for short periods, I'm, I have no problem. Yeah. But I guess being gone for, like, more than, like, just a weekend, I'm, like, man. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm kind of sad, which is so weird, because I'm, like, literally about to be 25, and I don't, I'm close to my parents, but we're not, like, I wouldn't say we're crazy close, so it's, like, weird that I miss them so much. I think it's mostly just being, like, an alone thing, like, knowing that's, like, not out of my regular routine. Yeah, for sure. I'm very routine-oriented. Yeah. I mean, I'll say as somebody who just moved back in with their parents, um, 
I fucking love living with my parents <laughs> as an adult. Like, I appreciate them so much more, first of all, like, obviously, than I did when I was a teenager. Um, but, like, I don't know. There's just something about it that's just, like, so, like, safe feeling, I guess. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like, like, just, like, you're, like, okay, nothing can happen bad to me because like my mom and my dad are here I don't know yeah I feel that that mentality so um but hey 25 is young like it is young I keep okay like when I I don't think I told you I don't know if I spoke about this in the podcast before but when I was like 13 I was like yeah I'm gonna be married with a kid by the time I'm 25 and then like literally now I'm like OMG I could never so like I think my perception of age has come a long way but I still sometimes get caught up in, like, the old thinking pattern of being, like, well, I should be doing this by now or whatever. And I'm, like, well, who cares? It's my, it's my life. Yes, the I should statements. Ooh, so I'm in I'm in um, CBT therapy right now, which is cognitive, cognitive behavioral therapy. It's, like, a type of talk therapy. Um, and it just, like, focuses on, like, essentially analyzing your thoughts Mm-hmm. Um and using like techniques to just manage how you feel and and it's really helping and like those I should statements those are the statements that like are what do they call them like distorted thoughts typically you know mm-hmm. so like I should be married with kids at 25 years old and it's like well where does that thought come from like why yeah. like how does it make me feel and like how can I reframe that thought um so that it like makes more sense, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm not a professional, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the other end of it. I'm receiving the therapy, but I'm finding it super helpful for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm using this app. I'm just gonna share it for other people who maybe might be interested in this, but I'm using this app. Um, it was recommended to me by my therapist. It's called Thought Diary. Um, and it is a CBT app that helps you just like track your feelings and your thoughts and help it, it essentially like walks you through how to analyze how you're feeling. Um, but it also has like guided journal entries too so like if you're someone who like wants to journal but like you don't really know how to or where to start I mean not that there's a right or wrong way to journal um but this will have like prompted um like guided journal entries so it'll like specifically ask you questions or have you write things out step by step so I don't know if you're someone who kind of like struggles with figuring those things out like I love using apps like this that like pretty much walk you through it and hold your hand you know mm-hmm. yeah um so for anybody who's interested um highly recommend at least looking into it because it's been so helpful for me good you'll have to check that out yeah um I mean we all have these like weird like core thoughts and and values that like come from like really like toxic places Mm -hmm. (laughs) like especially as women like you know we're just kind of um a lot of us feel like our role in life is to be like somebody's wife and to appropriate right yeah (laughs) make babies that's that's what we're here for right Mm. (laughs) (laughs) fuck that (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
F that noise. So I, I have that thought sometimes too, where I'm like, oh my God, I'm 36 now. Like a part of me can feel like, oh my God, that's so old. Like all my best years are gone, but it's so not true. Like, yeah, all of my best years are ahead of me. That's true. And so many people put their life completely over at 40 and they have like the most successful lives. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm really like, I have, I can, I can start over at 40. <laughs> I can just do whatever I want for now. And then at 40, I'll get. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a hell <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. But like in my head, I'm like, around if- <laughs> for now. <laughs> in my head, though, I'm like, even if things don't go anywhere near what I planned, if I decide that I'm 40 and my life is still not where I want to be I can just regroup and I can figure it out like it's I feel like it's never too late and people be like retirement age and go be like yeah I want to get my doctorate like there's so much you can do at every point in life so it's like I feel like it's you're never you're never really it's never over you know yeah I completely agree I mean people you can do whatever you want whenever you want um, when it comes to like the goals that you have, or if you feel like you're too old to do anything, like definitely correct that thought. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, we look at some of the like people that we look up to, right? Like public figures and celebrities and stuff. A lot of these people, like, okay, Bad Bunny, for example, mm-hmm. a few years ago, Bad Bunny was begging groceries in Puerto mm-hmm. Rico, <laughs> you know? So, like, mm-hmm. Um, don't ever count yourself out. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> a year from now, three years from now, five years from now, your life can look completely different than it does mm-hmm. right now. And I feel like so many of us are going through huge transition periods. Like, I mean, pretty much everybody in my life right now is going through like some type of big change. Like, it just mm-hmm. feels like metaphysical the big change that are going on a lot of people are transitioning into like new seasons of life um and that can be like really scary for sure yeah but I think we focus on like the excitement of it and the possibilities of the new season like probably more likely that things are going to come out positive than if you focus on the negatives right that's true yeah. So, I mean, it seems like you're kind of going through some transitions as well. What are they? <laughs> My brain just like went blank. I'm like, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess when you're right, mm-hmm. I have in my theater stuff, I, that's a big change for me coming back into theater. Um, and then with my like relationships and just general life trying to like, switch my focus from being on what I'm missing to focusing on what I have yes Um, that's so hard for us to do isn't it it really is like and especially because I feel like a lot of the times that I really only have my parents and I'm like but is that so bad (laughs) like I was no (laughs) no not at all (laughs) so like I know I've been trying to focus on that like I'm with my therapist too and being like like I was telling her and she was like I don't think that if okay, say that you the way you feel that you only have your parents to rely on is true. At least you have someone and they're there for you and they're not like, you know. So I've been focusing on that, like how I feel and like going like focusing on, I guess, 
thinking about rationalizing how I feel and being like, is this true? And if it is true, then is that the worst that it could be? Like, is it really so bad? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been thinking about things like that. Um, but I feel like I, I'm in a weird phase where like I feel things changing, but I can't quite put my finger on what is going on. And I feel like it'll be one of those things like in a year I'll look back and be like, wow, mm-hmm. so much was happening and I had no idea. <laughs> yeah that's that's what I'm saying like I think you don't even realize that you're like going through a spiritual awakening and like yeah you're just kind of at the cusp of it you know it's like yeah just starting you're just a little baby seed and you're going to grow and flourish so much like I can feel it yeah and I feel I feel big things coming for me so I'm excited about that yeah Um, so you recently got a new theater role yeah, so I auditioned for, I was mentioning a couple weeks ago how I wanted to do children's theater. Yes. Um, and then I auditioned last week for a show um, that's children's theater. And I got a role, so I'm very excited about that. Um, it's about identity and race and skin color and all this kind of stuff. And I'm really excited because that's something that's very close to my heart as a brown-skinned black woman. Um. And yeah, like, I think I wish that I had had this kind of representation and, like, talk about things when I was a kid, because there's so much, like, I really, I want, like, especially growing up around mostly white people, I wanted to be white so bad. Like, I just, I wanted to fit in with everyone else, and, like, people would call me an Oreo in, like, middle school, and I'd be like, oh, great, like, that sounds amazing, (laughs) I just want to be white so bad, yeah. Looking back on it, I'm like, OMG, what what kind of brainwashing did they do on me to make me think that being an Oreo is a good thing? Yeah, that's what the white people do. But like <laughs> things like that, and I'm like, I don't know. So I really wish that I had had conversations, um, even with my parents. We talked about it now, as in as now that I'm an adult, and they wish they had done a couple things differently. But yeah, I wish but- as a kid that there's been more talk about like being proud of your skin color and like looking different is okay and like things like that um which there really wasn't at least when I was growing up it's not that I know of um well that's amazing that you get to partake in something like that and I think that you're going to be able to heal a lot of your own inner child through helping other kids like Mm -hmm. that's so amazing you're going to help so many kids feel okay with who they are yeah incredible I love that for you yeah I'm, ex- I'm so excited um I'm really hoping my niece can come see it she's seven oh and she's I'm, having, I'm so excited to see her today she's my little bestie Aww. she's the funniest person I've ever met <laughs> <laughs> like ever since she was a baby she's been so funny and I don't understand like how she does it like one example is when I was I was babysitting her she was maybe one and a half or two I guess she was just she had just turned two because it was um, my dog's birthday. <laughs> and so I p- put her to bed, and she was singing in her crib, and I was like, girl, go to bed. So I opened her door, and she goes, hi, Skywa. I poo-poo my diaper. And I was like, <laughs> I said, I'm not changing your diaper. And I said, can I throw you in the trash can with your diaper? She said, yeah, I want to go in the trash like you, Skylar. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, where did she get that from? <laughs> Kids are hilarious. She's so funny. Like, literally everything she says, I'm like, you're so smart and cool and amazing. She told her mom that she thinks it should be, because, like, um, like this, this saying man-made, she's like, it should be person-made. 
because that, that means it seems like girls can't make things. And I was like, oh. you know what? Your brain is just so big for your little head. I love that. She's just amazing. I'm so obsessed with her. Like, that is my child. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> like, <laughs> my sister, yeah, I guess it's technically her child, but that's my child, too. Yeah, that's how I feel about uh, my nephew, Atreyu. Because, like, he was born when I was, like, 14. And I literally just, like, was with him all the time. And, I mean, now he's turning 20, which is fucking crazy yeah um but yeah like I told my sister my like my sister would be like that's my baby and I'm like that's my baby too yeah yeah <laughs> and I was 17 when Ella was born so it's like just like a weird like I don't know like I feel I doesn't feel like she's my niece so much it feels almost like she's like my little sister yeah in a weird way like it's like super between a niece and a sister yeah um because like she calls me my first name like <laughs> but I don't know. We're very close, and I love her to bits. And my other niece is one in some change. She's about to be like she's like fifteen months or something. Okay, fourteen months. Um, but she is a little. She's so shy, but so she's warming up to me a lot. Um, well, she's trying on other people, I guess, not so much me. But she's just like the cutest little like. I don't know if bashful is the right word, but she's just so like coy and like she's like. Oh, I'm gonna smile at you and then I'm gonna turn away and I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna look back at you and I'm gonna be like giggling and I'm like, I don't know. It's like, it's like a weird baby thing, but it's just she's so cute and she loves to hug and she loves to eat cookies and I'm like, me too. Aww. So know, she's like still really little to be like, I mean, she has a personality definitely, but she's still pretty little to like, I guess, feel like we're really close in a way. Yeah. So, but we're, we're vibing love it she, <laughs> she's really fun too and then my other sister is having a baby soon so I'm like gonna have all the babies yes it's so cool to see like each little individual personality yeah that like comes out as time goes on with the little ones um, mm-hmm. so that's really cool yeah that's, um, even thinking about how different my nieces are like when my other my oldest niece was one I was like how different she was compared to my niece who's one now yeah it's crazy like their their personalities are so different but they're they go well together too so did you know that like scientifically the second that a sperm and an egg meet everything about that dna and and who that person is going to be is decided in that exact second so like personality traits physical traits gender gender identity all of those things like are created in that second that those like to come together like isn't that insane that's crazy and every single person is different like has a different makeup I don't know it's just crazy I just find that so fascinating and it makes me almost sad though to see how like how society or parents or families or whatever like how we really just like dim children's individuality yeah and like try to force them to be and then that's like and then we turn into these like fucked up adults that have to go to fucking therapy every week and like do workbooks and like heal all of this stuff that was done to us you know to mm-hmm. just like feel halfway normal quote unquote I guess um so let your kids be who they are please <laughs> yeah <laughs> um or any children that are in your circle or your you know your world um 
I don't know, makes me sad, especially when I see people telling kids like, oh, like not to cry. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Stop telling people not to cry. Like if someone is upset and needs to feel something like that should just be acceptable. Yeah. You know, and that, I'm probably just I'm that probably bothers me because I'm a crier. Like <laughs> I'm a very sensitive person. Um, but for a long time, I thought that was like a weak trait or a bad thing, you know, because people were like, oh, my God, this bitch is crying again. Like, stop crying. You're always crying. Um, but now, like, I realize like crying really comes from a place of strength mm-hmm. um, and can be so healing and helpful. So if you feel it, please let yourself cry. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the only time where I'm really like trying to get someone not to cry are like little tiny babies when like you you look at them funny and they're like oh (laughs) I'm like no 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 don't do that don't make that face but like it like for like people who like are conscious enough to like you you, like you tell them that like you're trying to like not I don't know I'm trying to say like they just kind of cheer them up so like they don't cry yeah actually wrong like when there's something actually wrong this one's feeling something I'm like just let them cry Yes. Like, I can't yeah. fall on the parents be like, oh, don't cry, you're okay. And I'm like, but what if they're not okay? And then they have to hide that they're not okay? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. For sure. But we've all been conditioned to be like that. Like, it's, yeah. I don't know. We live in such a suppressive and oppressive world. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you said you're going back to work tomorrow. So, let's talk about ways we're setting ourselves up for success this week because our listeners usually listen to this on Monday or Tuesday, you know, when people are kind of getting their week ready. Um, so, what are things that you're like kind of setting in place this week to get back, um, kind of back to your routine, like you said? Yeah. Um, so, I, I was working last week, but I just was like not at the office. But since I'm going back in the office, I need to meal prep. I'm going to do that. Ooh, um, what are you prepping this week? I have no idea. You know <laughs> I'll what? I'll figure I... it out when I get to the grocery store. I, I really like to see what's on, like, Markdown or on okay. sale as far as meats go. And then I'll work from there. And okay. if there aren't any meats that sound interesting, I will just eat vegetarian. Okay. We, we love a sale. Yeah. Um, I recently just saw a an influencer share something I cannot remember his name so but this is not my knowledge or information but if you are someone who meal preps um and like uses those little containers and makes individual meals he talked about how how effective it is to freeze your meal prep rather than refrigerating it and then like Mm. warming it up for like four or five minutes apparently the way that it freezes and like the steam works together like you get a much more fresh meal and then if for some reason you're like I don't want to fucking eat this today I want to eat something else like it's frozen right so it's gonna mm-hmm. obviously last a lot longer and you can eat it next week or whatever so if you're a meal prepper just a little tip that I found interesting um but I'm, I'm a huge freezer I freeze stuff all the time um, yeah me too I will buy things short dated and freeze them if I'm not gonna cook them immediately yes Totally. Like, I made beef short ribs for me and my grandpa. Oh, um, and they were so good. I'm a bit obsessed with making them. Every time they're on sale, I'm like, oop, let me grab some of that. <laughs> but I froze them, and I just defrosted them a couple days later. And they and I cooked them up, and they were so good. Yep. And I have a lot of meat in my freezer, actually, that I need to eat. So I need to look in there. It's probably too late for me to defrost it now for tonight. But defrost it maybe for later this week. Yeah. So what else are you doing to set yourself up for success this week? Um, cleaning both my water bottles so that they're clean and that I can use them. Right on. 
because especially cause since I was sick, I've cleaned this one since I've been sick, but the other one, I just have been sitting in my sink. <laughs> so I need to do that. Um, what else? I need to do laundry. So I'm going to do some laundry so I have clean clothes to wear. And I think that's mostly it. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Like, doesn't have to be, like, crazy, right? Like, mm-hmm. Like a lot of people when they're trying to get back onto the routine, it's like, okay, I got to make sure I'm drinking my gallon of water and I got to make sure I'm eating, you know, however, whatever my plan is. And then I have to hit the gym six times this week. And, you know, and it's just like, that's too much. Yeah. (laughs) You know, start with things that you know you can attain and that are going to be helpful because if you set small goals in your you would ach- when you achieve those goals like like it feels really good mm-hmm. you know, even if it's something that feels small to you like that is still going to create more motivation for you to like add on to that you know yeah. so i love that um wow well how exciting yeah i'm excited to wear my because i bought a couple new outfits right before i um got covid and I haven't been able to wear them to work, so I'm like ready to stunt on everyone. Ooh, new outfits this week. I know. Too. Like, who is she? I know. Back <laughs> and badder than ever. I love that. There is just something about a new fit. That's like it's nobody can touch me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the baddest bitch here. <laughs> just feels so amazing wearing the new new. I know. It's just uh like I always think of like so I go, okay, I got this mushroom cardigan from Amazon. Then I got these these red heels that I wore like a couple weeks ago, I guess, before I got COVID, like that the day that I like decided that I was not going back to work because I was kind of sick. <laughs> but I wore them and I was like, these are so cute. And I bought them to go together. So I think I'm gonna wear maybe a skirt and like those heels and then that sweater. I don't know. I'll, I'll post a picture tomorrow. We'll see yeah. how it turns out. But We'll need to see yeah. the outfit of the day. Yes, exactly. I have a whole little, uh, what are they called? Like those little things when you post on your stories and like you can make it like a highlight. Oh, I have yeah. A highlight of all of my OOTGs. <laughs> okay. We love that. You do have such cute outfits. Thank you. It's my only joy in life. I mean. Not my only joy, but one of my greatest <laughs> joys. <laughs> I have plenty of other things that made me happy, but clothes and fashion and makeup are definitely up there. Yes, I love that. Me too. But I I just feel like I live in leisure wear. Like I rarely actually like get like dressed up, dressed up. But I just love being comfy. And like, I don't know, I'm just like a sneakers and like chill vibe for the most part kind of girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that can be really cute too. Oh, hell yeah. Especially with a nice, a nice pair of shoes, like sneakers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can you can still be stunting on them. Oh yes, yes. Um, but yeah, finding your own like individual style, I feel like is can be something that really helps you feel more confident, um, and just good about yourself. Because when you look good, you feel good, and that's just the truth. Yeah, it is. <laughs> when I whenever I'm feeling bad, like today, I didn't get completely done up, but I did like put on a nice little dress and I'm like you know there you go I'm gonna and I did my hair which was yesterday when I ordered my Indian the woman was like I I thought she was farther away than she was 
she turned around and was like, enjoy. And I was like, well, I, no, because I actually, that was when I, I also, I double dashed a cupcake. Because no. I've been really wanting a cupcake so bad. And I was not leaving the house. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to. And she, I, I grabbed my bag and I went inside and I was like, my cupcake is not here. So I went outside. She was at the door, but I looked so, my hair was like, <laughs> it was honestly funny because it looked so bad. <laughs> it's like, I any of you black women out there know, like your hair, your hair will be like smashed into like different shapes based on how you slept and like how mad, it's not like mad it is the right word, but like how yeah. like compact it is. Yeah. I looked. I looked a mess, and she was like, "Oh, I look like there's another black woman." So I'm sure she was like, "You know, she's just going through it. It's okay." Yeah. But yeah. I was like, "Oh, thanks for my cupcake," and she was like, "Yeah, have a good day, hon." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like hoping to not have to see her." <laughs> but I felt I was like, like so embarrassed. Yeah, you're like this is why I door dash, so I don't have to have human contact. <laughs> I know, and then of course I had to have human contact anyway, and I was like, "Well, at least my cupcake and my chicken tikka masala were good." Hey, did it help? It did help. My cupcake, well, okay, the cupcake was, I felt like I could taste the food coloring in the frosting, Ugh, which maybe I just yeah. had, like, I don't, but, I, like, I, it also didn't taste bad, but it was, like, a weird sensation of being, like, I swear that I can taste <laughs> the pink in this. <laughs> and I was, like, it just, I ate most of it, but I ended up just, like, throwing the rest away, and I was, like, because I don't, I mean, obviously, Biscuit's not going to eat it, right, Biscuit? And I was, like, I, it was only, it was, like, just a little bit of cupcake that I was, like, I'm not going to save it either. So I just ended up tossing it. But I was like, you know, good for me for not eating the whole thing. Old me would have definitely been like, I paid for it, so I have to eat it. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't eat the whole thing. No, I didn't. That's such a win. Yeah, I was I totally nice. know exactly what you mean when it's like something's on your plate. And I don't know if you grew up like this, but like, we had to finish our food. Like, mm-hmm. it was like forced upon us. <laughs> I mean, I never had issues with that. And I usually was someone who would grab seconds. But... um like when you're eating something that's like not that great like being able to change your mindset to like I don't have to eat this yeah because it's in front of me is huge so yeah I applaud you thank you thank you yeah that was it was a nice a comp- little little win for the night yeah um, and then of course I didn't really eat a lot of my chicken tikka masala and I had it for breakfast this morning and that was also a win to be like you know what I'm not really hungry and I'm gonna put this away, and I'm going to have it tomorrow. Yeah, because it's not going anywhere. Yeah, and then even today, when I was eating it, there was a little bit left, and I was like, I'm full. Yeah. But then I, and I didn't eat it. I just went ahead and tossed it, because I was like, I'm not going to eat this two bites later. <laughs> but yeah. I'm also not going to, like, I'm not going to save it. And also, I'm not going to, I'm not a garbage can. I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. So I'm going to toss the two bites, and it'll be okay. And you know, it's not the end of the world to toss, like, one piece of one chicken chunk and some rice. <laughs> so, right. I, I feel like there's a fine line between being wasteful and also being realizing that if you're not going to eat something and it's not going to get eaten, there's no point in saving it, throw it away later. Yeah, totally. Like, it's thrown away either way. Yes. Like, I know, I try to not be wasteful and just take what I want, but at the same time, sometimes you surprise yourself and you're like, you know what, I was not as hungry as I thought. Yeah, I mean, I have a dog, so I just feed everything I don't eat to my <laughs> to the dogs. <laughs> but I'm sure your cat isn't into. Biscuit is a little rascal, and she loves to eat any kind of food. But I will not feeding her anything spicy. <laughs> so yeah, oh, she had a pork rind one time. She loves pork rinds, and I'm like, you're that a is cat. hilarious. 
she's sitting in my lap right now and she's like, You talking about me? Yeah, I am <laughs> Oh no, she's getting now she's getting up and leaving. She's like, All right, well I'm out. Yeah. She, <laughs> she her last so nerve. She's so yeah. funny and cute though. She just turned five. Aww. And I'm like, OMG. Happy birthday, you. biscuit. I know. She's just the cutest little bean. She's so uh I don't even know what to say about her. I love her to death, but also she will not let me rest ever. She's yeah. meowing and screaming, and I'm like, literally, what do you want? You already ate. She wants you more. Have water. You want you have pets. <sighs> she's just constantly yelling, but she's like me, I guess. She just likes to talk. Yeah. Yep. I feel that. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Happy Monday, everybody who's listening to this on Monday. Happy uh, Monday. Yes. We well, hope we gave you guys some laughs and some inspiration to slay your week, set yourself up for success, um, and just take things as they come. Because that's all we can do, right? Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.